Hi, welcome to Screamers, episode two, the cursed episode. I'm your host, Sematori, and I'm the other host, Rebuka. <laughs> and today we're talking about the 1993 Disney movie Hocus Pocus. That was not the first movie we were going to talk about. We were trying to do Practical Magic, which I believe it also came out in the 90s, I want to say 98. And that was no longer on HBO Max. And then we've been trying to record and we've had nothing but technical issues. So this is the cursed episode. <laughs> That's the Sanderson sisters for you. But I'll let you know who the Sanderson sisters are because if you're the only person on the planet who hasn't seen Hocus Pocus, I'll fill you in. Hocus Pocus is about these two kids, Max and Danny, who moved to Salem, Massachusetts from California. Not, I don't think, no, they're from LA. They are from LA. Like YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This for YouTubers, exactly. Talk, and that's it. An invasive species that came in in the 2010s. Um, <laughs> so they else. moved from LA to Salem <laughs> around Halloween, and you know what happens around Halloween? Witches. So they learn about this exactly. legend in their in their classes that the Sanderson sisters, 300 years ago, were hanged for witchcraft, and they said if a virgin lights the black flame candle, they're gonna come back. So Max, who's a stupid idiot virgin goes with his sister and his crush, Allison, lights a black flame candle, and then the Sanderson sisters are back. So with the help of Zachary Binks, who was a cat, who was, turn- who was a boy who turned into a cat by the Sanderson sisters, they defeat them before they can make a potion and wreak havoc forever. Also, poor Allison. You totally forgot Allison. I said Allison. I said that she Did was with say- them. Oh. I said Max and Danny. Oh, <laughs> like Max and Danny and Allison went to light the black wing candle and then Zachary Binks was there as well. Cat Zachary now. Binks was a Puritan boy who tried to stop the Sanderson's from eating his sister. It didn't work. Uh, so they turned him into a cat who can't die. But then he's allowed to die at the end. And that's really nice. That is it's the, only time, it's the only time when killing an animal was like, yes, yes, that cat's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we killed a cat. Yes, now he gets to be with his sister. Also, the effects effects in this movie really rival in Greece. I know we've talked about the scene before. When Danny appears in the puddle, that has the same vibes as when Thackeray (laughs) Banks becomes a person again. He's just a translucent person because he's a ghost. Very fun. Love the 90s. This is what the 90s was about. Is there anything else you want to add besides Allison? Allison. Um, Like, she was in it. She was there. She's a girl boss. She was exactly. She was a girl boss. Um, yeah, I guess don't be a stupid idiot virgin to like random candles in order to impress somebody and lie to them about being I thought it was funny when he did I, it. I think if Max didn't if he didn't have this witch experience as a teenager, he would have grown up to be the dad in every horror movie who moves there. Oh, we, I'm moving my family to the orphan killing factory that's been renovated into this three-bedroom three home. What? The dog doesn't want to go in? That's fine. It's just a stupid dog. What's that? They're throwing, there's pottery being thrown against the walls in the middle of the night? That's normal. That's just the house yeah. settling. Like, he would have been that guy. Just by yeah. the way he treats Allison and Danny when they're like, don't light the candle. He's like, what? It's just a bunch of hocus pocus roll credits. <laughs> Um, I was just gonna say I was glad he had 
that supernatural experience so he didn't grow up and be that guy. That's a relief. I was a big fan of what I'm going to choose to believe was the Salem educational curriculum, at least for their public high schools. Um, especially, I don't know how Dan's class did it, but <laughs> the show is Max's class. And he's going on and on about how like witches are fake and like Halloween is like, you know, invented by the candy companies. Cause you know, capitalism. And Allison chimes in and she's like, actually it's from the pagan festival, All Hallows Eve. And the way everybody is like, boom, you just got dunked on, you loser from California. So good. Hey, Hollywood, you virgin, you idiot. You loser virgin. I said, I said this to Rebecca Rebuka before recording, but the way they treat him for being a virgin, that means the same way people treat kids with peanut allergies. Like, it's not his fault. It's not his fault because according to public health, recommendations now if you expose your baby to peanuts they might not have a peanut allergy growing up and I was like word good for them can't fix the virgin though no. sorry about that I mean if I've learned anything from being an education major it's that uh teenagers are children so it's a good thing he's a virgin yeah so it's a, no it's actually a really good thing yeah so safe sex on this pod <laughs> that's what we support although you know if you if you are all the virgins out there um don't play with matches don't go into haunted houses and light candles. Don't yeah, do that. And don't be like rude about it when people are like, I don't want to, you shouldn't light a match in this wooden building that's old because also what if ghosts come out? Don't be like, what are you, stupid? I'm going to light this now. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I sound very max. I think this movie is very mean. <laughs> I just think the important lesson, everyone is very mean. <laughs> but I think the important takeaway is um, the East Coast is fun because witches um but also maybe listen to the concerns of your friends maybe maybe be nice to maybe be a supportive friend and listen to their concerns that's what i took away and not don't like it the east coast has witches and the west coast has cannibals shout out to the donner party gone but not forgotten <laughs> that was in like colorado i think they were going west what's that why am i thinking what's the thing in russia we're once again back at a true crime party. in russia was it there a cannibal Am I also bringing the Donner Party? No, it was something. I'm like, the Donner Party was going to California, and then they took a really stupid route that nobody had ever done before. But they're like, oh, it's going to shave some time off. And then it super didn't. And then pretty much everybody died. Okay, I actually had no idea what I was talking about. Maybe I was thinking, because I was thinking of the cold. Dial Talk Pass. Maybe I was thinking, yes, that's the one. That Disney helped discover the mysteries of. With the frozen snow tech i guess we should probably just go through information about the movie mostly because that's all i have taken notes of um so yeah it was released in july of 1993 uh this is because they didn't want disney didn't want it to compete with their other release in 93 nightmare before christmas which was appropriately released hocus pocus did really really poorly in theaters um, and lost Disney around $17 million. But now everyone loves it. It's another cult classic, yada, yada. Though it has horrible reviews by critics. It's got like a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I thought was wild. Because like everybody I know loves it. So well, critics do not though. If you know a movie critic, chances are they probably hate this movie. It's camp. It's fun. They don't like that. Oh, I want to say my nightmare for Christmas. They could have pushed that to December or November. They could have. They didn't. I don't like that movie. No qualms about the actual I didn't film. mind it. It's just the fans of it, which I think is 
swinging the instead of swinging the bat at the beehive i just hit a home run on that beehive by insulting the fans specifically <laughs> but if you've ever gone into a hot topic as a normal I was just gonna... like you know it's something um also the I haunted mansion be- holiday overlay they do in disneyland i'm so glad they don't have that in disney world never bring that to disney world because that makes it so you can't ride the haunted mansion on halloween because they start that in like october like, girl, girl, that's Christmas. Leave it alone. Put it up in November. Anyway, those are my gripes with Nightmare for Christmas. No, I agree about the timing. That's what I thought when I first heard about it, because I was like, I felt, I have seen that. Um, it was fine. This, like, Hocus Pocus obviously doesn't have, like, that double holiday thing going on. No, so it's I on Halloween. It literally takes place all on Halloween it night. Should have, it, yeah, it should have dropped in October. I love also the accuracy of the timing they're like 1693 and then 1993 and it came out in 1993 i thought that was fun that's fun to me and that's where they could have pushed they could have pushed nightmare for christmas a year i mean it really didn't need to be in 93 i don't know what was going on but like yeah this had to be in 93 jack skeleton annoys me i want to take his little head off and punt it like a like a soccer ball (laughs) i didn't like him you would i don't know yeah, he was like, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like him. I I think I think about the part in that song where he takes his head off and he holds it like a last for Yorick and then it should have stopped there. Roll I credits. Just wanna, I just want to take his head and punt it like a soccer ball. <laughs> so yeah, that's where that imagery they, comes from. And I don't think they developed the relationship between Jack and Sally enough. No. Like they like talk once and then at the end of the movie they do a song. And they're like, you're the one for me. I love you so much. And then that's it. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? Yeah. And then like Corfrod exists. Okay. I don't think I like Corfrod. Uh, to be fair, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I know I liked it more than Nightmare Before Christmas. That's my piece on it. I watched it a month ago. I like it that much. Mostly because I was sad. I was sad. I was rooting for the corpse bride. And then, oh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for the corpse bride i was rooting for the corpse bride and it doesn't work out that way okay, no victor and victoria name. get together yeah and i didn't want that <laughs> i like victoria because she's another victoria warrior and she doesn't go by tori because then i don't have to get territorial i mean like i had really nothing against like anybody in this movie except for like that guy who looked like that wind guy from the heat miser yes king Coal miser i know that's from the year without a santa Wait. claus yes He's a king. Uh, this guy in The Corpse Bride, forgot his name, don't like him. He was bad. He was supposed to be bad, though. Um, he was the villain. Yeah, he was the villain because he thought she was rich. And then it was like, plot twist, she's not. That's why this marriage is happening. Yeah, you know, the thing with villains and Hocus Pocus is that I was rooting for them. I don't care. Eat those kids, whatever. <laughs> He's a loser virgin. You should eat him. Like, it's fine. Like, they can just have more kids. Yeah, no, it's fine. I was rooting for them. They were camp. They were fun. They were fun. Um, the, let's talk about the men in this movie because they're all kind of evil. I mean, you know, Max is there. He well, Max is problems. fine. He's a child. I want to talk with that bus driver and uh, the devil. Oh, okay. So before we make the obvious comments about the devil, I did find out the devil and his wife are played by a brother-sister duo. That's worse. <laughs> right? That's what I thought. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to throw up now um yeah bus driver bad devil bad i mean i really don't actually have anything to say men are evil 
Uh, the bus driver, the comment about taking a few tries to give them children, that was like a little funny, but it also, if I think about it for too long, it makes me feel gross. Yeah. Did not, did not care for the devil at all. I'm going to go on record. Well, I, I don't just... like the devil. <laughs> so that was my Whoa. I think the devil might be a um, bad guy. Maybe. I think it's up for debate. No. <laughs> um, I think yeah. I'm bad if we get here. <laughs> I'm gonna play literal devil's advocate. He might have been okay. No, he was um gross. The bus driver was grosser. No, no. Well, the, the thing they about them, gross. the thing about them calling, he's like, oh, they call me master. It's like, uh, he thinks. Well, they think that you gave them that human skin book. Um, <laughs> you're just a see, weird I'm sex pervert. I didn't take that in a weird pervert way. I took it in one of those straight man. I hate my wife because she doesn't listen to me ways, which is bad, but like for a different reason. See, I just thought he was a weird pervert. You were more like, my wife needs to bring me my slippers. Yeah. I'd have dinner on the table. I mean, I thought he was a pervert too because he was dancing with Sarah Jessica Parker and like, you know, it was, it was yeah. I didn't like the way that went down, but like, yeah. you know, I thought he was just like, my wife should bring me my slippers and instead she's watching like Wheel of Fortune. Good for her. Yeah, my, my, my wife, who's also my sister, a la flowers and water. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the bus driver was bad. One, because he was gross and creepy. And two, because he ignored bus safety. Um, oh, yeah, she was driving the bus. We wanted Sarah to sit on his lap and drive the bus. There were, children, the out. Horn. There were children out that night. He, we know. And a child. They were supposed to be eaten or whatever. <laughs> That's how that was oh, supposed to go. And they didn't because they hate to see women succeed. Exactly. Who defeats them? A man. That's right. Right. This is actually a whole metaphor for the patriarchy. This is a feminist movie. Yeah. We're going to make the case. Because I I mean, it definitely passes the Bechdel test. The sisters talk about kids a lot, but that doesn't mean a man. That's kids. I mean, that's it. It passes. So that's what we got there. Um, We didn't even talk about the cast. We just, I just jumped right in. Uh, yeah, I mean, so you got the three Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Sarah, Mary, Winifred played by Beth Midler, Mary played by Cassie and Jimmy, and I guess they were out of names when they got to Sarah Jessica Parker's character, who is named Sarah. And I guess they were like, forget it. I mean, Sarah. they could have been like, this is Mercy, because that's like Puritan names or whatever. But like Sarah is also them. There's Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne were both I don't know if they were both executed but they're definitely both accused and jailed for witchcraft in the film of Charles this means being an insane person I was gonna say <laughs> I was like are you okay no one actually knows that <laughs> you could have lied we would have been like yeah I mean there was a woman I think she was executed but her, she was uh Rebecca Nurse so sorry about that bestie um Jessica Parker's ancestor I think ancestor right yeah ancestor is the right word um I think she got accused of witchcraft, but didn't actually get um, executed or whatever. Hang, so hang. that was fun and exciting. Yeah, whatever they did. They, I mean, they didn't burn him in the States. They burned him across the pond. They didn't burn him? No, they burned him oh. in Europe, but they hanged him in the States. Love that it just got to, I get to drop my sound with Charles Mall. Oh, sorry, I have a name. It was her 10th great grandmother, Esther Elwell. She was accused um, and arrested in Salem, Massachusetts in the late 1600s for committing sundry acts of witchcraft and choking a neighbor to death. Um, yeah. And then she never got to court, though. 
Yeah. Anybody think that that neighbor probably deserved it? Uh, probably. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Send <laughs> off on Pod. Or email us, com. Let us know if you think that neighbor deserved it. <laughs> I think yes. <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. Because the name Esther is a cool name. So Email us if you think she should suffer. Classic <laughs> 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 the neighbor. Um, Esther's a banger of a name. I and mean, there's no one really notable else in the cast that I can um, think of. Um, Thora Birch was in The Walking Dead. Except for the... Oh, yeah. Thora Birch played She was Danny. Danny. Um, she also played Mary, is the name of the character. I think she was one by Gamma, who was one of the Whisperers in The Walking Dead. We don't have time to unpack all the Whisperers. That's okay. just... They're a mess. I didn't get that far in the show. I did get that far in the comic. A lot happened. I'm going to say she gets disemboweled. <laughs> Rest in peace, queen. All but right. Um, but in terms of the credit, there's somebody very important. Kenny Ortega. Who has done every notable DCOM ever. Uh, did he do Camp did, Rock? Did, did he? I feel like they did. because I feel like he must have, even though it's supposed to compete with High School Musical. Because... Like it's him. They don't. I don't know if they hire anybody else. No, it's, it's Matthew Diamond. That's the name. Sorry, Candy Ortega. You don't get that one. You just get High School Musical uh, wow. and Descendants and Hocus Pocus and I'm sure many other things. He's only High School Musical three though. Candy Ortega. That's what it's saying on Wikipedia. Did he choreograph? Maybe I feel like he was a choreographer. Probably he, no, directed... he directed. No, it says he directed the first one. Oh yeah, yes. I'm looking under the film. I forgot the first two were TV releases. Um, yeah. they were the, and then the third one um, I saw in with a girl who I did not like at all, but she kept insisting that we were best friends. And she so she told her mom, who told my mom, and then we saw it the years together. I went for somebody, um, I guess, when, in second grade. It was their birthday. And we were like, we have to go see this. And we did. And it was the whole thing. It was fun. Oh, he choreographed uh, Xanadu. That's new. I, I didn't know he did that. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm going to force you to do Xanadu. Yeah, I kind of figured. Because that's well, Olivia Newton-John, right? Yeah, we'll do a musical month at one point, And it'll just be like films nobody's heard of. We'll do Grease, but not musicals month. <laughs> he did some directing for Gilmore Girls, which I don't like, but my sister likes it. Um, Never saw that one. I'm so sorry personal trip it's just about rich people in connecticut i don't care i don't care how am i supposed to feel bad for you <laughs> tell me how i, I mean lorelei is a cool name yeah it's a cool name but like to what end not cool enough not cool enough to justify rich that. from connecticut yeah exactly um from connecticut right shout out to connecticut we've no sorry we're just trashing your so state um i can only think of like two people i know from connecticut and i only like one of them so that's like a 50 percent success right there connecticut you guys aren't doing too great um the show american housewife takes place in connecticut and i like that show is that the one okay i was gonna say is that the one but then that doesn't mean anything her name's like katie or something yeah dad's like a professor oh i do like that show played by uh diedrich bader yeah also in space buddies (laughs) That means like everything which is a film my dog tolerates not one of her favorites no does domino like it he doesn't i don't think he knows what's going on daisy will sit oh. and watch the tv though so he's he's an aquarius right yeah domino present yes that's like that's like his whole thing he's just there yeah she's a scorpio though so she's watching she's watching she knows she has feelings 
some of my maybe we'll do a month of my dog's favorite movies which would be um (laughs) snow buddies sergeant stubby and american hero starring logan lerman starring (laughs) logan lerman and helena bonham carter carter's in it she plays his sister who does the narration of the entire movie and she does american accent the whole time you would never know it's her unless you looked it up good for her you know what good for her it was insane i was like no her yeah, that's crazy because Nicole Kim is out here doing like some bland accent. We're like, yeah, this is American. She's putting like zero percent in. Helena Bonham is putting one hundred and ten percent in everything she does. Yeah, of course. This is not Nicole Kim and slander though. I just she can't do it. Oh, any no. accent. She was a po- she's in, in uh, not Hocus Pocus. She's in Practical Magic, which is the movie we were supposed to do. And we're how is her that. American accent there? How was oh, it? It was fine. It's just a it's a fun girl boss film. We'll hit it next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there one away. day. Um, I'm like, what other movies? Uh, the live action 101 Dalmatians she enjoys. It's like a seven minute clip my dad recorded off a of freeform that she loves. Does not care about the rest of the movie. That's fine. Um, and then there's like Air Buddies, but can we really do two buddies? That's too many buddies, I feel like. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get a dog month in there at some point. Exactly. We'll get her um, her takes. Her birthday is is uh, Halloween, actually, though. So. Scorpio. Yeah. Scorpio season. She's the only not evil Scorpio I can think of right now. Yeah, and she's a little moody. Yeah, she's definitely a Scorpio. She has her moments. We stand. A thirty-pound dog. No, she's not thirty. She's more like <laughs> she's like I think she's like twenty-four pounds. I'm not sure. I have no idea. I only say no, that because if I call her a thirty-pound dog, my mom will just sense it and she'll be like, "Actually, she's not thirty pounds." <laughs> How dare you say that about her? Don't batch the dog. How did we get here? Penny Ortega directed The Descendants. <laughs> I have nothing to say about The Descendants. Um, we already talked Sorry. about their rapping Be Our Guest last week. Yeah, that's horrible. So that's all I have to say about it. That's evil. <laughs> I only saw the first one, so I I don't know. I think that was in the first one. Was it? I completely blocked it out. It's Not funny because I've only seen, the only one I've seen in its entirety is the second one. <laughs> I literally the only clip i remember from it it's not even the first one i think it's like the second i think it might be the third was um dove cameron question mark has um uh hades is her dad that's that's the third one third one okay and they do like a song and yeah yeah this is a banger actually i'm not gonna lie to anybody yeah which i don't like that i don't care for that because maleficent and hades have been together biblically and I don't like that. <laughs> the, the same float in that villain parade in like Disney, whichever. Yeah, that's why they're in the same float in Disney Films Parade because they're romantically involved and they have a child together. This is our most sexually charged episode. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of a horny movie, which it shouldn't be, but it is. No, it is. It's, it's whatever they were doing at Sarah Jessica Parker in that it's movie. Office, you know? I do want to say. Oh my gosh. The yeah. way. It was, it was a lot. It was too much. I haven't, I haven't actually really watched this movie in a couple of years, even though it's on constantly, because I was like, oh, it's on all the time. I, I was like, it's overrated. It's not. It's great. But I really, despite everything, I really like this movie. Um, but hearing Sarah Jessica Parker go, amok, 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 that audio clip plays in my brain every time somebody says the, the word amok. So finally seeing it in the movie again. It unlocked something. I just feel like I, I was set free, like Thackeray. Especially the way she speaks, particularly particularly in that scene, but in other ones, like just overall, it reminds me of that theory that 
men like women who like act infantile and it's nauseating um oh it's true that they do but it's nauseating regardless anyway the movie does slap I did do that whole phase where I was like 13 and I'm like everything is bad I was wrong about this one this one's a good movie regardless yeah not not to be um a hashtag angry feminist or whatever but I've been thinking about that constantly because I did recently watch a video essay by Shanspeare on YouTube talking about the infantilization of adult women and like the Lolita complex and all that mm-hmm. and they're talking about like basically why women are forced to shave their legs and armpits when men are not disgusting I've thought about it constantly mm-hmm. every day since I've watched that and that was like a week ago I just shaved my armpits today and I was like I'm so sorry to women everywhere but <laughs> Um, I too need to be, I need to be paid a modicum of respect in society. So I have to shave my armpits. now. Yeah. I mean, I just think we should make men shave their armpits. Armpit hair is hard stance. Another hot take for the night. Armpit hair, I think it's kind of gross on everybody because it does get sweaty. That being said, I wouldn't no, shave it's it gross. if I didn't have to. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I wouldn't either, but like. No, but like we were out for like the marathon yesterday. Um, and like men had like tank tops on, and they raised their arms and like, you know, to cheer for all the runners and like boom, like like Rapunzel, armpit hair, just flying out. I was like, ew, 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 get away from me, get away from me. But like also I would not shave if I didn't have to. I cannot That's not wait. to say you should feel like you have to. Yeah, you shouldn't feel like you have to. I just me, personally I just do. But I haven't unlearned all that yet but I'm getting there. Yeah, we're still trapped in the patriarchy. Yeah, I cannot wait to be an old lady though. Like a, like in my 70s, because mm. I will dress in full Victorian morning, like the black dress and a black veil, and then go to events like that All right. and just hit men with rolled up newspapers and be like, put that away, stop that. <laughs> what are they gonna do? I'm 70 years old. Yeah, I'll catch you at the Boston Marathon and whatever how old are we <laughs> in 50 years four years in 2070 i'll check for you at the boston marathon yeah i mean what are they gonna do they're gonna fight an old lady i look like the woman in black i'm either gonna curse you or i'm an old lady what's wrong with you oh, oh. it could be a ghost who knows exactly anyway <laughs> men are evil <laughs> men are evil we're still trapped in the patriarchy um yeah i mean the movie was good i really don't have fundamental I think like part of it is just like like we were saying about the men and Sarah Jessica Parker's character that's not really my biggest complaint yeah I mean it was 1993 is like kind of what you have to say about it's like not like yeah. movie. It's 2001 although this is not nearly as weird and bad as movie. that was rough, that, that was rough. that's a film now that's that's something <laughs> that sure was something they filmed on camera I mean, I think not that I was like analyzing the credits, but most of the names I saw were men and just like how that goes. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Ortega Ortega is bald, actually. (laughs) Kenny Ortega is a man at the end of the day, is all I have to say about that. This film is a feminist critique of the patriarchy, but it's also extremely misogynistic. (laughs) And that's how, and in turn, that's how it's a feminist critique of the patriarchy. It all works together. That's right. I I think that bus driver should have died on screen. They should have eaten him. They should have done what they did to Billy. Oh, Billy! We didn't even talk about him yet. Um, I mean, 
Billy wasn't like a great person, not gonna lie. Because no. he was Winifred's um partner, lover, whatever he was. And then he was fooling around with Sarah, like cursed him and made him like a zombie or whatever. Um, he doesn't really do much until like the last 10 minutes. Um he kind of just like scares them. He's a zombie. Um and then, you know, they cut open the stitches or and stuff. And, you know, he talks and he's like, hey, I hate all the standards. And yeah, that's all I got to say. Good for think, them. Um, it is, it is actually, Puritan no, times. Something really gross. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say, because it was Puritan times. Do you think there's like 12 other Sandersons just running around like in that village? And they're like, ooh. Because like you didn't just uh, stop at probably. three. Unless you died. So, I mean, it's 50-50. Maybe their parents, like, died. You know, the mom died in, like, childbirth. Or there are, like, you know, 12 other ones running around and they just happen to not be witches. Yeah, like, like, don't they they say that their mom, like, taught them how to be a witch or something? Yeah, but I like to think they have a brother who's just, like, an accountant. (laughs) He's just, like, normal. (laughs) The abacus going. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, anyway. I don't know what that's all about. Anyway, one, two, three. Anyway, love this corn we have, or whatever they, yeah, they grew corn. That's their whole thing. They love corn. Yeah, sure. And, you know, genocide and stuff. Yeah, they love that, too, but I don't think that's the accountant's job. No. Um, Oh, I did want to say one more thing about Billy, though. Um, He cuts open his stitches with the knife um, while it's fly out. Those, um, according to the actor who played Billy, Doug Jones, those are real moths horrible it's like in Candyman, the original they used be real bees yeah i heard the Candyman remake was really bad yeah then we're not going to cover Candyman. Okay. we're not covering any like actual scary movies this month by the way i wish we'd done malignant that movie slaps i mean you know we already changed practical magic we could change something else later the only thing we're doing that's no like they sweet... just took it off hbl oh they did never mind them. i'm like the only yeah thing i that's... discovered it like the day before that's like slightly scary just like i guess to a PP on the current, the only thing we're doing slightly scary is the original Night of the Living Dead. But that's not really scary. It's from 68, so it's not like crazy. It's scary for the 60s. I know who I am. I'm gonna be terrified. It's more it's more of like a big deal in like a film bro way. I just like zombies. So it's a big deal Um, to me. Not the film bros. I don't know how film bros feel about it. It feels like something they would be like, yeah, it's because it's like the first time zombies were like really prevalent in pop culture. So it's a big deal to me. Um, I don't know if film bros are like gatekeeping Night of the Living Dead, but it's mine now. Probably not. I feel like they don't care enough about zombies because they're too focused on like Tarantino or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Tarantino is not involved in that movie. Thank God. I think it's George Romero. George Romero. Yeah. Nothing to me, but God. <laughs> See, I'm sure um, he did other important work. The only one I know is Night of the Living Dead. I mean, I don't know. I do not know that man. I'm just trying to think of like film film broke films now now i'm like on a tangent in my mind wolf of wall street american psycho wolf of wall street starring john marthal for like five minutes was he really he was he has the worst mustache in the world in that movie <laughs> that man is in everything he's in everything for like five minutes and then he disappeared that's how i explained uh baby driver to somebody i was like yeah i haven't seen it but like you know that guy who's like if i don't come back i'm dead yeah that guy yeah and they're like i don't know what you're talking about it's like trust me he has they the were like some of the worst facial hair I've ever seen on a person in that movie. I'll put oh. it up. You know what? With the graphic for the Zodiac sign, I'll, I'll put it up. Put up a photo of him in Wall Street. 
Oh, is this? I just looked it up. Is that? Is that it? Yeah, it's horrible. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I don't like that. It's indefensible. Anyway, yeah, I'll include it as like a little, you know, I'll oh, swipe and you can see the worst. Like, like, don't worry, guys. I got your back. It's fine. We'll show it. Everyone <laughs> gets to see it. Now we have to do Wolf. <laughs> um. Do you have any other thoughts on the movie? Or... Talks about Billy. Um, Kathy Najimi, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She was in Cinder Almo mm-hmm. as his stepmother, his evil stepmother. Which is relevant to me and me alone. Is, um, it's one of the things. Is that like Sesame Street Cinderella? It's Sesame Street Cinderella. I watched Amazing. it constantly as a child. It's one of the things I watched insanely to the point where, if, I don't know if, I don't remember if we had it on VHS or DVD, but if we had it on VHS, I definitely like ran the tape out of it. I, I did that to Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid <laughs> i know confirmed we played it so much that the tape like got what's the word it got like warped i didn't even know you could do that yeah fun times <laughs> that was going crazy i had two vhs's that i remember and it was oklahoma and the king and i <laughs> i'm going crazy so, so some fun films well that's when we finally were like okay we're gonna get a dvd of snow white now <laughs> We can transition to modern technology finally. I think I'm a, I think I might have had Monsters Inc. on VHS. I don't know why I'm thinking that now, but I think I did. I probably had that on DVD. I don't know. I went crazy for that movie though. When I was a baby, I had no idea what anything was. Yeah, I mean, I liked that one. The movie I really hung on to is Toy Story 2, the sequel, mm-hmm. as it's known in film broke circles. I think <laughs> I think it was one of my sisters that they were obsessed. I remember we played that Sarah McLaughlin song all the time that really sad one yeah but i remember like just me yeah like shut up but i remember like <laughs> distinctly we would be going to like costco and it would be and somebody would be like hey turn it up and i'd be like crying <laughs> in the back seat <laughs> like oh my god i was like she has no love anymore see i mean i was bad. like i liked snow white i liked short story i didn't like play the music from those a lot though what i it's played just- a lot aladdin Oh, I like rediscovered the Aladdin soundtrack last year and I was like, this so good. So good. It's the, yes. the one jump ahead thing. Yeah. They, yeah, they put like some they put something in that because that is so good. Here's what I'm gonna say. Maybe we'll do the remake in like a remake month one day or something. But mm. Will Smith was a good choice for the genie. That's what I'm gonna say. I never saw it, but I believe you. Cause like people were making clowning, like people were clowning on it. Because like, oh, Blue Will Smith. And it's like, yeah, that looks horrible. But he did a good job. I believe that. I feel like he was a good, like, because I don't know who else I would have picked. Like, Yeah, exactly. Not, I mean, at that point, Robin Williams was dead, rest in peace. But like, live action, I can't see it. Yeah. So like, okay, who else is there? And I think like, Will Smith just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was fun. I th- I even, I don't like prefer his version of friend like me but the rob williams version no. is not available anywhere so it does it, it does uh, the trick it's good enough it does the trick better than the broadway one actually for me because the broadway one is like way too long because they put like a dance break in the middle i'm like this is an album no i remember that i remember sitting through that and being like this is the longest dance break ever i know and i'm like listen i appreciate the the vocals i cannot see the dancing i'm in my bedroom right now <laughs> Hey, if you are a Broadway person, stop putting dance breaks in your songs. I'm tired. Listen, j- you can cut it for the soundtrack. Just just shave it off a little. Nobody will be upset. I, I feel people like the dance breaks sometimes are too long. Yeah, people would be upset. Well, make maybe like two versions, like with dance yeah. break, without dance break. 
one of the I don't remember which song it is, but one of the songs in Beetlejuice musical, I want to say uh, Creepy Old Guy. I think that's the name of the song. There's well, because it's it's have you seen Beetlejuice? No, the movie? Neither. No. There's a whole marriage plot where he wants to marry Lydia so he can be a person, so he can become a person instead of a demon. Isn't she um, like 15? Yes. <laughs> so they have a song in the musical called Creepy Old Guy, where everybody's playing along as part of their plot to like defeat him. They're like, she's like, I'm so happy to be marrying my own creepy old guy. Like that's the bit. There's a dance break in it. And then they literally say, like in the Beetlejuice voice, it's like a dance break on an album. And it's like, yeah, you only acknowledge it, then cut it out. <laughs> if you're gonna make a whole issue out of it, get rid of it. Like I get it. We're cheeky. We're fun. Cut it out. We don't want to be fun. We want the dance break gone. I just want to anyway, hear the song. That's anyway. sad. That didn't convince me to watch Beetlejuice. That convinced me to avoid it. Like the <laughs> oh, I think honestly. I like Beetlejuice. Alec Baldwin is in his best, he does his best performance in the movie as a likable man. Um, <laughs> so you can tell he's really acting. Shining performance as nice guy, guy who is genuinely nice. Which was definitely where, a difficult role for him. To yeah, I used to watch the movie a lot as a kid because it would be on uh, ABC Family, now known as Yeah, It would be on that a lot during October. So you used mm-hmm. to watch it a lot. Um, completely forgot Alec Baldwin was in that movie. So he did he did a great job, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, Adam. Yeah. Anyway, um, I like the musical better than the movie though, because musical has more of a resolution at the end. Anyway, I think Hocus Pocus would actually make a banger of a musical. It'd be really really good. I could see that being good. Absolutely. Even if it was like a like oh limited Halloween run thing, like I feel like if it was a limited thing, they could get Bette Midler to come back. Yeah. I mean, the this is just like before they put Black Sheep on Spotify. How that was a crime. It's a crime that her version of I Put a Spell on You from Hocus Pocus is not on Spotify. She kind of went off. She did. She's Ben Midler. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like a whole time. Is, is, she, is she the one who's like George Clooney's aunt? No, that's Rosemary Clooney. Why am I thinking of... I mean, maybe she is too, but I know Rosemary Clooney is his aunt who did like... Did the they thing do something her, together? The, the thing I know Rosemary Clooney from is um like Christmas music. <laughs> yeah. I, did they do something together? Why do we... Oh, I don't know. My brain is shut down. <laughs> okay um i mean according to google they read mean tweets together on jimmy kimmel in 2015 and maybe that's what i'm thinking of. oh bet midler sings the rosemary Clooney songbook so i think she just, that's what i'm thinking of yeah. there we go that, there we go okay glad i'm not like totally insane um do we have any other thoughts on this movie because i don't i just liked it yeah i mean it was it was fun i'm trying to mm-hmm. It's definitely, I see why they play it constantly. It definitely gets you in the spirit. It definitely does. I don't think I could do it constantly. I mean, I'm not like a big Halloween person to begin with. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's good. I just don't know if I could do it at the same level as freeform watchers. See, watchers. I am a big Halloween person, but I recognize that there's other movies out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And that's good. Yeah, like Practical Magic, which I don't think they play it on Freeform. They play it on like um, like weird channels like a lot for some reason during this month. Like I think it was on the Sci-Fi channel the other day. I'm like, all right, that's not really what this is, but okay. That's not for you, but all right. Thank but I'll, just, I'll watch <laughs> while we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's other, if, if it's got a witch in it, especially a Salem witch, I'm watching. I'm present. They got me. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll say. I enjoyed that's it. Um, no, it was good. That's, that's really it. 
do we want to move on to our movie specific? Oh, yes. I think you should introduce it. Yeah. Okay. So this is really a formula that can be applied to any movie. So we'll probably end up doing it at some point with something else. But this movie's got witches in it, right? All about witches. Love them. So here's the thing, though. Witches in a lot of media. There's The pop culture, it's just jam-packed with witches. Nothing wrong with that. But we're going to pit these witches against each other. So <laughs> I've got powers. Yeah, I've come up with seven pairs of witches. So if these if these witches were like in a Denny's and some <laughs> type of verbal altercation broke out, they were asked to step outside. This is how it would go down in the parking lot. No powers, no familiars, just hands. So we're going to, I'm going to give two witches and we're going to decide uh, who would win in a fight. And you know what? Let us know. Who do you think would win on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Gmail, whatever. Let us know who you think would win in these fights just just hands nothing else in a Denny's parking lot in a Denny's parking lot any parking lot that's just the place where fights happen most of the time yeah okay so the first pairing I have is Hermione Granger from Harry Potter versus Sabrina from I know her mostly from Sabrina the Teenage Witch but we're gonna go with the chilling adventures of Sabrina Sabrina because that's the one you're familiar with oh great because she's annoying (laughs) yeah I think think Kiernan Shipka who played her was actually in the um Flavors in the Attic Lifetime movie to, to bring that um anyway Hermione yeah. would win though <laughs> Hermione wins um Hermione is smarter so I just feel like she would have like she's more clever so I think she's gonna attack the fight from a more like logical standpoint like oh if I like kick her <laughs> from behind her knee she goes down or something but um I also want to see Sabrina lose because I think she's very annoying yeah I don't remember a lot about the Sabrina Chilling Adventure Sabrina show. They had me for like the first, the other three seasons. First season slap, yeah. First season like four or five. And then I think I finished the second one and I watched their little holiday special and then I did not watch the third season and beyond if there's beyond. Um, so what I remember from it, I feel like she's kind of rash because she's like a teenage girl, but like Hermione yeah. has her, she has it together. She has her act together in a way where I feel like she would be, she'd approach this calmer. She's not just yeah. throwing hands. Like she's like strategically throwing hands, like you said. Okay. So our second matchup, we have <laughs> Struganona from Struganona versus the Baba Yaga. This is just two old women beating each other up. <laughs> so no, no chicken leg house. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Struganona. I literally don't know anything about Baba Yaga except that she's old. Um, so that wasn't super helpful. But I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier. Struganona, she's a hardy Italian woman. she eats pasta constantly exactly you can't knock her over with a gust of wind she's there baba yaga she has a house with chicken legs on it and i think she rides over i think because the house moves and i think she travels through the air on like a mortar and pestle or something if i remember correctly there was an so like so like i'm gonna assume based on my limited knowledge that she's small enough to ride on a mortar and pestle no i think it's just a big one oh and she like travels to the air in it, but she wouldn't have all that. This is just an old lady who eats kids. She also eats kids. Oh, by the way. Oh, um, so I'm still standing by Struganona, but that I, think Struganona, I think Struganona. I think Struganona. It literally means like grandma witch in Italian or witch grandma. So like, she. I feel like with the title of grandmother, she cares for children. Once she hears that Baba Yaga is like devouring kids, she's like, I'm sorry, we gotta take this outside. <laughs> Yeah. 
So I think I think Shogunona has the the force, the willpower. I mean, I'm just a big I'm a believer in Shogunona supremacy, regardless. <laughs> yeah, I think she can do it. Okay, so the next one we have Glinda, Glinda, the quote unquote good witch versus the wicked witch of the east. The wicked, wicked witch of the west. East got crushed by the hound. We were just talking about this before because we're trying to figure out which was which. Which witch was which? So Glinda versus the wicked witch of the west, who is Alphaba. And I don't know anything about that musical, so don't ask me about it. I do, and that's that's the angle I took to talk to them because I realized I didn't know anything about the Wizard of Oz, um, except. Glinda has a bubble and the she came down in a left. bubble dog you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong that's all that's I know. effectively the conversation you had before we even recorded <laughs> that's all that's all my knowledge of them too and also that the Wizard of Oz was a metaphor for the Gilded Age or something I don't know shout out to oh, a don't push <laughs> don't remember but thanks for that knowledge um yeah I remember Glinda comes down in a bubble which automatically makes her non-threatening and Wicked Witch of the West uh, she scared me. And then, I don't know, she's got bops and wicked, man. I don't know. Linda was kind of annoying. I have no real basis, but I think wicked went to the left. I have nothing personal against Kristen Chenoweth. I know she played Glinda on, in Wicked. However, her voice sends me into fight or flight mode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have nothing against her. Personally. I'm sure she's very nice. She's, she guessed on an episode of Mom um where she played um uh what's her name the one who was in not another team movie she plays jill she played her life coach in that oh episode. jamie presley jamie presley i want to say Pre- i don't know why my mom's a presley leslie i'm like that's not right <laughs> yeah that's her well, that's not her name um anyway yeah i think the wicked witch of the west would win because she's evil and also glinda comes down to bubble and to me i know she doesn't need the bubble for protection but in my mind, the bubble functions the same way as Sandy's helmet in SpongeBob, where if it crashed, she would die. <laughs> Even though I know that's not how it works. Like she comes out of the bubble, but I'm like, I feel like it's like her life force. It's her Achilles heel. You just take her out easy. No, that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. So this next one is a very niche pairing for me and me yeah. alone. I mean, you I know, know what it is. But so we have Thomason from The Witch, who uh, it's played by Anya Taylor-Joy in that movie. Um, we wanted to do that. We will be doing that movie at some point. It's just not on Netflix anymore. But I have it on DVD. So that's when that's going to happen. Versus Old Mistress Hibbins from The Scarlet Letter, who is barely mentioned. But I have to get The Scarlet Letter in here. It's the best book of all time. Um, she's only rumored to be a witch, but also she literally invites Hester into the woods to a witch meeting. So, like, rumored. Like, she like, she put all her cards out on the table there. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I she's getting she's getting destroyed by yeah. <laughs> Um, so think about Thomason and the witch. Spoiler for the witch. Um, pl- plug your ears. Pause this. Go pirate that movie and then come back because it's a good movie. Anyway, Thomason. Spoiler alert: She kills her mom in the witch. She's so ruthless. Ruthlessly kills her mom. It's insane. Anyway, well, I don't know. She feels bad about it, but um, she has no qualms about beating up old people about absolutely destroying her elders so i think it's fine <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i don't remember most of that movie i just remember she killed her mom and there was the goat well mr simmons couldn't even get her good morrow out before she was laid out <laughs> in that cobblestone i'm sorry this is this is like instead of denny's this is at like dennis's the old dennis's in like wherever they put the horses okay so the next one we have a Disney one. We have Mother Gothel from Tangled versus the Evil Queen from Snow White. Um, personally, I think the Evil Queen from Snow White. No matter how much I love that movie, I'm the only living fan of that movie. Um, no, she's getting destroyed. 
she can't yeah. do her own dirty work. And when she what does she do her do? when she does do her own dirty work, she's just like, here's an apple. Like she gets the huntsman to do the violence. And he's not here. She can't use her potions either, right? No. She all she has is her fist. But then yeah, I mean Mother Gotham was just naturally evil. She had nothing. She just had that flower. Yeah. And she just knew how to she just knew the song. She's her song. I will say I'm picturing them both as young because I know they are both old hags. I was just gonna say though, because then I was thinking and I was like, wait, as soon as she lost that flower though, she evaporated. Yeah. That's true. Well, it depends because I picture her, she already she re- did her beauty routine because she is going to yield Dennis's. I was going to say, are we assuming that? So I'm assuming she already did play? it. Okay. So the flower is still in play, theoretically. Theoretically. She just like doesn't. Because have... it doesn't give her powers. It just keeps her young. Yeah. Which but isn't like the same. If we're saying absolutely no magic, like the second she steps out of the tower and she becomes an old lady. I don't even think she, there's a fight because I think one gust of wind and the she's gone. She's just dust. Yeah. <laughs> they really go either way. Also, her song was a banger. No, it's so good. So on Spotify, there's a Disney Halloween playlist, because of course I've been listening to the Halloween genre. Um, and the Halloween Disney playlist kind of sucks. It's mostly just their villain songs, and not all of them are good. It'll just be like, do you want to hear the rat song from the Great Mouse Detective? I'm like, what are you talking about? What is <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just made that up. I know. Actually, there is a song. I think I don't know if it's Great Mouse Detective, but it's um, Radigan's song. That's a banger. Not on the playlist. Oh. But what is on the playlist like is Mother Knows Best and Grim Grinning Ghosts. Just to bring, just to bring the haunted mansion back, back to back. Might I add? Oh, are they back to back? Yeah, they're so back. To, at least on the one so I found. It's like true. Wait, is it the one made by Spotify? Yes. This one. Yes. That's yeah, the they're back back. With Jack Skellington, his stupid little head. Yeah. <laughs> I hate him. Nights is on there. What is on there? Arabian Nights. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, I have great news for you though, and just you. Um, they added the song from Muppets Haunted Mansion that Charlie Henson as concert afterwards. <laughs> okay, so I actually saw that was added to it before I listened to listened to before I watched Muppet Haunted Mansion, and I was like, oh, I can't shuffle this playlist because what if I get spoiled? <laughs> I have watched it since, though. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was all right. I, mean, I liked it. I'm a, I'm a fan. It was fun. I wish, I wish that Rizzo was there instead of Pepe. Like, Rizzo was there, technically. I was going to say. What he was supposed to be in. That's what I was thinking about it. Anyway. So, I think it's a toss-up. It could go either way with Evil Queen or Mother Gothel. I think if they're both young, it's Gothel. But if we're saying absolutely no magic, it does go to Evil Queen, right? Yeah. Because then, I mean, Gothel's dead. So. Yeah. So, then, for six and seven... We have multiples, so they're in teams. So first we have the Twitches, who are Al- Alex and Cameron, played by Tia and Tamara. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> Versus Marnie and Sophie from Halloween Town. What are your thoughts? Um, I could remember literally nothing about them. Um, however, I'm like 99% sure I share a birthday with Tia and Tamara. And that was the only thing that made me like, it's the twitches me supremacy couldn't remember anything now um yeah I got okay. one of them's evil though that's what I remember one of them's supposed they to be do- like an evil twin and I do think that puts them over the top I will say they do share in terms of like it. hands anyway just we're confirming that that's true we already said you were cancer yeah um, days. Yeah, I think that they are beating Marnie and Sophie purely because Sophie is a literal child. <laughs> and if we're doing like, we're not holding back 
on children. I think in the, I think they're turning 18 in Twitches, so they're actually adults. Like that's the setup is like, oh, they're we're turning 18 oh. today. And then okay. Marnie is yeah. a, Marnie and Sophie are both children in the first Halloween time movie. And I think they could beat up these children. Yeah. Take their lunch money. <laughs> they need right. money and for their Denny's. Exactly. And then finally, of course, we have the Sanderson sisters versus the weird sisters from Macbeth. I mean, the Macbeth witches take it by a mile. Oh, absolutely. But- the Sandersons cannot keep it together long enough to have any type of fight with that, unless it's with each other. I mean, I based on the Macbeth project that we did like junior year of high school that was it was a group effort um to get any kind of message across so I can't imagine that they're fighting as like separate units they're they've got organized motions they know what they're doing and they can see the future so they they see this altercation coming like a month before they even consider going to Denny's so they are training I think they're training and fighting in the woods probably they're working on their uh their uppercut and whatnot <laughs> exactly you know, other fighting terms that people knew people use right yeah yes. boxing and all that yeah so yeah i don't Kick think the sanderson's yeah i don't think the sanderson's uh st- stand a chance no not even close i will say if we had gone to practical magic today i would have pit the sisters from that versus uh hilda and zelda but we're not going to do it because we really don't know them. I will say the practical magic really would win, hundred percent. I have no frame of reference, but I believe you. One day I will. One day, next year we'll do it. Mask. We'll find a way. Next year they're putting it back on your mask because we're gonna send angry emails. Exactly. I'm gonna complain. And I think exactly. that takes us to the end. I feel like this is a very quick episode. Yeah, good for us. Good, good for us. So I think this a takes normal a, time. Yeah, a regular time for things <laughs> for things to be. All right, so that takes us to our regularly scheduled bit. But we do zodiac signs. Once again, I feel like we didn't remind people. I'm a Virgo Sun, Capricorn Moon, Taurus Rising. Cancer Sun, Capricorn Moon, Sagittarius Rising. I say that's so sad. Yeah, I'm like you sound ashamed. Like I'm a I triple. am ashamed. It sounds like a disaster. I'm a triple earth sign, which is a threat. But I feel like that sounds I don't know like what like I don't know what people would get from mine, at least from yours. They're like, oh, you're probably like organized, you know, you from guys are like, together. Wow, she's really boring. <laughs> and she's gonna be a teacher. That makes sense. Like, wow, this girl kind of sounds like she sucks. And it's like, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> the hot awesome. topic crowd that's been frothing at the mouth since I said that they were annoying agrees with that sentiment. <laughs> they are annoying. It's fine. Okay, so who do you want to start with? Um, I guess it makes the most sense to start with Winifred and she's okay. the girly yeah she's um yeah she's Leo the way I was gonna make an argument for Scorpio but it was mostly like she's evil and she wants to kill children I think the way that when Max is like the Sanderson sisters are here and they're gonna eat your kids um she takes that and she's like well time to sing this song I've barely heard and also uh I'm from 300 years ago but I'm gonna assume that this microphone works and is what I think it is like the way that she immediately took the opportunity to be in the spotlight like okay leo behavior yeah yeah she was like ah oh, negative attention everybody pay attention to me though yeah and then watch me watch me do things i will say if i were in a town that had like a witch legend and i was at the halloween party and then uh it's like yeah it's the sanderson sisters i would lose it i'd be like this is the best like, they're definitely gonna kill me but like this is the greatest thing well no because i'd be like oh my god this is such a cute little performance they're doing this is fantastic you know like i wouldn't even I'd, 
No, I'm just like the parents. Like, you're not going to recognize that, that you're not going to be like, yeah, those are real witches. It's just like, oh, this is so cute. The local, the community theater club is doing this. Nice. <laughs> they have really intricate costumes. Wow, I don't know where they got that budget. Yeah, happy yeah. Halloween, I guess. Wow, they're very uh, historically accurate. Wow. Yeah, they're very historically accurate. <laughs> I was thinking, I thought it was so fun in the beginning of the movie when they show the flashback to uh, 1693 and everybody else is in what you think of Puritans wearing. Yeah. And they're just wearing these big green and- They got like jewel tones going. Yeah. Like, ah, it's like, yes, the Puritans. And I was like, I don't know. I think you guys look like witches. I hate to say it. Oh, but I'm sorry. Really, really, bad news for you. really bad news for you, but I think you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself. Yeah, sorry, gang. Anyway, who do you want to do next? Um, next I have Sarah. She's a Libra. <laughs> I have nothing else to say. I mean, she's like, sorry. yeah. Apology to Libras. She's just very flighty. Yeah. I will, I made the, I put Aquarius, like you can make the case for Aquarius because she's kind of in her own world, it feels like. Mm-hmm. But it's really, it's just airtime behavior generally. Yeah. So next we should do Mary, right? Go three of them together. Yeah. What were you thinking? Um, so I had two that I thought could work. So I had Aquarius just because I think of the three of them, not to like do the same thing I say about all Aquariuses, but like they're quirky. She's quirky. You know what I mean? Like, but then I also thought maybe like Taurus, just because I think of all of them, she's probably the calmest, like not really freaking out, just wants everybody to be chill, stay together, work it out. Yeah. That was my argument. Okay. So I said Libra because she seems to be trying to be the mediator and Libras don't like to take sides on anything ever. Oh, they love to do that. They love to mediate. Um, I do think, because I was thinking, like, well, because immediately I think of, all the time she tries to calm Winifred down, mm-hmm. specifically uh, when they do the calming circle. <laughs> specifically the idea. When they just hold hold their arms together and they're like, calm, 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 whatever they say. <laughs> like, so true. Um, and I was like, I think maybe she might be, a, like, I, for that, I, instead of thinking earth sign, even though earth signs are like, I can fix this, you know, they can't. Yeah. Um, I thought water sign too, because like, I have to take care of them. Cause I was like, Okay, either Pisces or Cancer through the water sign, because I don't think a Scorpio would be like, I got to take no. care of them. No, so I don't I think know she, Scorpio. Scorpio. I was thinking people. like air or water. Okay. She, she seems a little too like flighty to be an earth sign, but I could see Taurus because Taurus is the least neurotic. I'm going to say, if I had to pick a flighty earth sign, it's Taurus. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> I am not apologizing for that one. Okay. So should we do Max next? Yes. Um, you can go first. Okay. I said he was a Sagittarius because I said he was a Sagittarius. Okay. <laughs> Great. Because so, I was I was like, he's definitely a fire sign because of the yeah. his behavior. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the way he is. Just his behavior in the Sanderson house. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. Also, he seemed like the way he like talks. Like, you know, he's like, oh, he wants to be with Allison. So he literally, he's just like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, okay, King, extroverted King, you know? Yeah. He just wants to hang. He just wants to, not party per se, but he's very social. He's very outgoing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that was pretty much my reasoning too. It's the way he is. Yeah. And then for Danny, I said she was an Aries because she's a girl boss. <laughs> oh my God. She was, yeah. I said she's an Aries. <laughs> she was like, you know, she was talking back helping out with the plans she was brave she was brave 
And I she think was. that's more of a fire sign trait. Much like, then much also like Megan in um, Haunted Mansion, who I think I also said was an Aries. It's a girl boss behavior. It's a girl boss sign. Yeah. I think she's pretty But like, yeah. Yeah. Same concept. I think they'd be friends. I think they'd hang. I think they would too. Because they stood up to like the scary people. Yeah. Good for, good for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, right. Next, I have Allison. Yeah, I said she was a Capricorn. I said she was a Virgo. Yeah, I mean, they're, I think they're similar. It's, similar. Yeah, they're the closest. The 90s girl bossification of like that one character. Yeah, and then also it was just the way she was like, actually, Halloween comes from the All Hallows Eve, like you said before. <laughs> like, right. yeah, okay. Well, Earth sign, we get it. <laughs> okay. You're going to start rattling off people who were accused of witchcraft during the Zelda trials? Exactly. You want to round robin this, Allison? I can go all night. So I respect her. Yeah. <laughs> As a I like her. son, I respect her. I like her. And then we have Zachary Banks. I said he was a I Taurus think... in a um, horrific I... way. <laughs> Not derogatory this time. No. Um, I said he was a Capricorn. I was going to say Taurus, but I literally can't think of them in a not derogatory way. <laughs> I think with that. I think out of the earth signs, because all earth signs I feel like have the whole like I can fix I can fix him manner. But I think Taurus has it in the most obvious way. Because I feel like Virgo and Capricorn are like, I care about you, but you're not gonna know that. And we're gonna say that to your face. Mm -hmm. Like I think Binks shows it more because he cares about them, cares about well, obviously he cares about Emily, but then he goes to care about Danny. And then let's see him when they're in the bed. And she's petting him and she's like, I'm going to take care of you. And then my kids are going to take care of you and their kids and their kids. It was so sweet. Oh, that was so cute. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Aries, Taurus, um, what's the word? Dynamic? No. Oh, my God. Solidarity. <laughs> oh, my God. It took forever. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, and that's that's all we have on those. <laughs> that's all we got there. So I to say. That's pretty much all the main characters. I mean, no one else really did anything. Yeah. What did Billy do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, you can say that both of uh, Danny and Max's parents are Sagittarius's because they love to party. No, that's what I was going to say. Or at I, least I feel like one of them could be a Gemini if you had to pick another sign. Yeah. I loved when they walked out of the, the party in broad daylight. And instead of being like, oh my God, what happened? Like, the, I think it was the mom was like, that was some party. Yeah, they were like, whoa, we had so much fun. Like, okay, queen, I want to hang with Instead them. Instead of being like, hey, are our kids okay? Yeah, I want to hang with them. That's Hollywood. She's the cool mom. Oh, that's how that's I got, they do. That's how I remember they specifically came from LA because the dad says, he's like, I thought LA was a party town. Yes. As they're walking with out. The like, are you guys good? Hmm? With all the YouTubers. Yeah, with all the YouTubers. They actually started the first Hype House. <laughs> Whatever their names were. I can't remember. Mom the and Denison's? dad. Is that what the were they the Denisons? I can't remember. The Denison Den. There you go. We make content for YouTube. Now, this will not be a thing for another 13 years. So we're a little ahead of the curve here. <laughs> oh, one Denison. All right. I think okay. that about wraps it up. So yeah, later this month we're gonna be doing Oh wait, uh, what would you rate the movie out of oh, time? No. Rate it. No. Probably I'd probably say a seven and a half, maybe an eight. I was gonna say a high like high seven low eight on the yeah kids. it's probably more like a 7.5 yeah if I had to pick I was, like, okay, so I was originally I was gonna be like nine ten and I was like oh. <laughs> I think it's a little high because it's I don't think yeah. if 
like I wouldn't go back and watch it if it wasn't Halloween but like yeah it's good when it is Halloween I don't think that negates its goodness yeah I'm, gonna try, I'm trying to be objective with my ratings so <laughs> I'm like seven and a half yeah I think seven and a half is good I'm like trying to think if there's any like really like revered movies we have planned we have things planned but <laughs> not really because if we did it's like like I would probably I have not seen it but I probably rate this movie over Citizen Kane probably I don't even know we're never gonna do Citizen Kane I'm never doing that oh, sorry everyone um I will want I will force the 1927 Scarlet Letter movie on here one day though so we will get a silent Is film a silent one? Oh, yes I have it on, I have it on my DVR from Turner Classic Movies the channel <laughs> and it's yeah, very it's good now I know it came up on my free page the other day I was like oh silent movie people yeah um with ben mankiewicz mankiewicz yeah ben mankiewicz introduces turner classic movies i love that stuff um i love the scroll letter but they always do re-release so they used to always do re-releases in the movie theater by my house mm-hmm. of like older movies and then it would always be like hi i'm ben mankiewicz and you're gonna watch whatever and he'd like introduce it as like the little free thing so that's why i'm like that's my man ben He's related to the Mank of Mank. We're not doing that either. Oh, no, no. Never. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've got any of those critically acclaimed films, but you've got good movies. We're going to do Twilight, so eventually. Not this month. Is it really next month? Yeah, November. I mean, yeah. we can, I mean it's it's the middle of October. This is Halloween month, and then I think we could say the theme for next month is movies based on books, so make your guesses. Exactly. Besides so. Twilight, we already told you that. But yeah, um, at the end of this month, we're going to be doing uh, Night of the Living Dead. Next week, though, we're not going to tell you. Figure it out. You'll find out. I no, I'm going to guess it. Yeah, I don't think it's a movie that a lot of people have seen. It's very recent, but it's pretty good. No, everybody who I told about it, um, all like three people, they were like, I have never heard of that movie. I will say it's a Blumhouse Great. movie, I think. I feel like those usually slap because they did like get it out, right? Did they? I've seen the thing. I know Blumhouse um, for being bad. Like really? the Fantasy Island and stuff like that. Oh, that was a bad one, yeah. But they're like, they're good in a bad way. Yeah, no, they did get out. Oh, they wow. did too? Yeah. See, the ones oh, apparently I, it's on Yeah. Yeah, see, the ones I know from them are um, not that great, but they're they're good to me. Like Fantasy yeah. Island, Happy Death Day. They <laughs> did the ones. Invisible Man, which I actually really like. They also did Black Klansman, which we liked. Oh, I love that movie. Okay, they did yeah, Ma. Yeah, that was great. They did Unfriended. They did Ma? They did Ma. Oh my God. Have you seen Ma? I have not, but I oh, I feel like we should I, do Ma. We should. I've seen it because I I kept seeing like memes about it and I'm like, no, I want to understand. And it was like funny. Yeah, I'm like, we'll do, I'll see Ma for this. <laughs> you should, it's funny. Yeah. And on that note, make your guesses. We told you it's a Blumhouse. It's obviously not Ma. Unfortunately, it's a it's a movie I don't think a lot of people have seen. Let us know what you think. Remember, we are Screeners Pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and ScreenersPod at gmail.com. Anything else you want to say? Um, no. All right. Um, bye. See you next week. Sorry, this episode's a little late, but this was the recording from heck. <laughs> we'll censor it. <laughs> Goodbye.